Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 37 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library's podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Miracle. Well, happy to be here today. Today, as we record, is a very rainy... Little, it's a little sad out, right? Oh, it is making my allergies go crazy right now. Yeah, you look, I am watery eyed. I'm going to get real with you. You look terrible. Oh, it's just <laughs> awful. I'm waiting for the allergy pill to kick in. It's too early to take one. It's going to be a very interesting. Are you going to sniff the whole time? I'm going to try not to. I'm going to try to lean back a little bit so it doesn't. Ew, so it, it. Oh, so it drips down your throat instead. <laughs> so I'm doing gross. that for you and our listeners. Well, so hopefully you don't by, have to the, listen to that. by the time people are listening, maybe it'll be beautiful on Monday. Yeah, hopefully. Then they get to relive this horrible, horrible day every time <laughs> that they listen to it. This is this is what we try to do for you. So also, for what's fresh for us, because it happened yesterday, so we just have to mention quickly, is the passing of Aretha Franklin. Yeah, that's so, a bummer. Yeah, Queen Queen of Soul, I believe, is, is her title. Um, and she was, pretty, she was pretty amazing. That was a real powerhouse. Yeah, you know, I guess a very interesting story. You know, st- being like the star of Motown way back in the day when they, they began. Yeah, um, and having Buffalo connections, which is amazing. So she was born, if for people that don't know, in Memphis, Tennessee, and then in 1944 moved to Buffalo. You ever notice? It's amazing how many times when people die, you find out they spent some time in Buffalo. When it wasn't long. Like by the late 1940s, they had left for Detroit, which is like her hometown. You know, she's yeah. definitely no, she's a big deal in Detroit. But that, that tracks. I saw Dreamgirls. It totally makes sense. Sure, it, it checks out. But I did see her perform in Buffalo. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I did, and she was amazing at the old pilot field. Did she sing Respect? Oh, she sang Respect. Oh. Even though some bad blood, uh, I'm a huge Otis Redding fan. He's one of my all-time favorites, um, and that's his song. Like, he wrote that song, mm. um, and, like, she performed it, and she kind of just, like, took it, and then everyone associates her with that song, and it, it like, bummed him out. It, like, messed up their friendship, because he's like, yeah, it's actually... That's well, my song. You know, a lot of, that was a big common thing back in the day. I know Elvis was like everybody always criticized him because he didn't really have a single original song. Yeah, true. Like in his whole repertoire, so and gave no credit. To yeah, those. and besides, Smokey Robinson write all this isn't the, every song his anyways. Like, yeah, I know. I just think I don't know. I don't know. Get over it, Otis Redding. How dare you? Jeez, man. Don't ever. I love Otis Nick, so much. But is Aretha, Otis Redding still alive? No. I'm about to say like I totally thought he was no, dead. If he, he is, was. He died like baby. He's a baby. Um, but yeah, so Aretha, it was really wonderful. Seeing her alive was fantastic, and she'll be missed. She was very ill. I heard terrible, terribleness that when, when she died, she was down to 85 pounds. Oh, geez. That's hard to even no, visualize. Like, yeah, she had ooh. pancreatic cancer. Yeah, no, ooh, let's move off of that topic. Yeah, I don't nasty, want that, nasty, nasty thing. I don't want so that visual hanging we're around. gonna we're gonna brighten it up. Well, maybe I'm gonna brighten it up. Sometimes you're a curmudgeon, so I don't know how you'll feel. Me curmudgeon. But did no. you know, Jacob, that last week was my 10 year anniversary? I actually did know that. Oh, did congratulations! You send me a, did you, you send guys. me a card? Uh, it's in the mail. Wow, it's on its way. I don't. I don't believe you. I think you're lying to me right now. What? I don't know what you're talking but, about. But um, with that, I was feeling real lovey, and I started thinking, obviously, of movies and then of actors, and then I was like, whoa, dude, what about um, people that are together and have made movies together or fell in love on movies and all of that sort of stuff? Let's make this episode about love. Jacob, what do you think? 
I like where your head's at. Celebrity there, so. love while it lasts. Yeah, while it lasts. <laughs> you have to put that qualifier because, boy, oh, boy, are there a lot of, there's a lot of overlap on these lists I'm looking at. Well, it, it does happen. But sometimes I think you can really add to a movie um, when the couple's together. And the one that I'm going to lead with, mm-hmm. I think, shows that the most recently. So did you see A Quiet Place, which starred John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, real-life married couple? As a matter of fact, I did, and it was awesome. It was super awesome, and I think that people were also really drawn to it because they are a married couple and because they're super adorable. They are. They're one of those uh, Hollywood, like, aw, couples. And they have special ties to me and you because John Krasinski is my all-time all time people, all celebrities, he's my number one crush. Uh, yeah, you were mentioning that like in the, the pre-show. I was like, really, Krasinski? That's interesting. That's the one because he's Jim from The Office, and I fell in love with him so hard, and it will never fade. My husband is very understanding. Is he um, of this? Is yes. he though, or does he just tell you that he is? He's, every time you watch The Office, he's just like out <laughs> of the corner think, of his eye looking at you. I think he gets it because he has his own that we'll get to. I mean, it's not as severe as my John Krasinski love, but Ooh, I like the fact that we're going to get to a secret later on. Oh yeah, and I know that you. I mean. You'd, you'd turn around and give Emily Blunt a second look, I think. I would. I would even pull down my sunglasses while I was looking at her and look over the top. <laughs> that is how... Yeah, Emily Blunt is one of my favorite actresses in Hollywood. I mean, she's she's incredibly talented. Like, John Krasinski, I love, I think, from that character, and he's goofy, and I think he has potential. But Emily Blunt, I mean, she's pretty much phenomenal in everything that she does. Even some movies like back in the day where she was showing up, I didn't even realize you know, was that her? she was in. Yeah, so I was like, she's been around a long time. I was watching yeah. Devil Wears Prada, another one of my favorite movies. Is like, it? Surprise. Oh, I it's love that John Krasinski's so favorite movie. Is it really? Yeah. Doesn't he know he's supposed to say his favorite movie is A Quiet Place until his next movie comes out? Oh, is that how it works? Oh. Quiet Place is great, though, for people that don't know. It's... um. You know, in the future, there's something has happened, some sort of event where there is a creature where if you make any noise, it'll get you. Oh, so yeah. you have to live your life 100% in silence, which sounds crazy for a movie idea, but it really, really works. Um, it's recently been released on DVD, so it should be in the library very soon. So if you haven't yet, I would put holds on it because everybody's going to want to see that. Oh, yeah, it was a huge hit. So you know it's going to be flying off the shelves. Yeah. And it, oh, go ahead. Oh, Thank you, gentlemen. Ladies first. I was just going to say, they've been together for a while now. They actually met, um, Emily Blunt was out to eat, I think, with her friend Justin Thoreau, if I have Name that correct. Drop. Um, and then John Krasinski came in and knew him to chat, and then they said they pretty much immediately, like, just in that moment of like, oh, hi, I'm John, I'm Emily, like, loved each other. Aw, adorable. <sighs> It really is. You're, just, you're over here swooning. I could see it. It's true. I actually, it just almost makes me angry because forget them funny fact about a quiet place it was actually originally uh gonna be cloverfield three. Oh yeah we did mention that oh yeah i think we've talked about a quiet place it all like it's episode 37 i can't remember what we've already talked about oh it's really episode 37 yeah oh man so that's my number in hockey we're this is one of those episodes we are distracted but yes so that's our first celebrity couple fell in love outside of the movies but now they're making them together it's great check out a quiet place give us another couple in their movie all right let's see here all right how about i'm gonna go ahead and just mention one of the obvious ones right on the top of my head and that's uh brad pitt and angelina jolie sure um they really didn't do they did a couple movies together i didn't see their most recent one oh by the sea yeah i didn't see that one i heard it was bad so i kind of avoided it um i mean it's interesting about a couple falling apart where i feel like they were probably really 
Well, yeah, I mean, they like, fell apart so soon after. Although they did film that movie on their honeymoon. Did they really? So yeah, that's not a <laughs> about good, a couple falling apart. Yeah, maybe not the best idea on how to do that. Yes. Um, but I did like them when the movie they did fall um, in love with was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith way back in the day. Yes. When he was still trying, when Brad Pitt was trying to deny that that was all happening. Yeah, I mean that was uh, that was kind of crazy because he was still married to <laughs> Jennifer Aniston yes. while filming that movie. So it was a little. A little awkward, you know, watching that part. But then the movie ended up being totally awesome. So I kind of like I, I sort of liked it. I did not love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. You were probably on Team Aniston. So you were just like a little bitter towards Brad on that one. You're like, I don't no, want I this don't, movie I don't, I can't really say that I pick teams of couples like that. I don't really care about either of those people in any way. <laughs> like, <laughs> Brad Pitt's super hot, but I feel like he doesn't shower a lot. Um, so... I don't go go get him, ladies. I don't really care who ends up with him. Well, well, he's a free he's a free man out there, so he very possibly could happen that way. Maybe but I, I want him and Jennifer Aniston to get back together now that she's not with your, Justin Throw. Your best friend, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, but then, like, it's funny because this is one of those overlap ones because we mentioned Angelina Jolie. You get an immediate parallel, also, right to Billy Bob Thornton. When they made, uh, I got it written down here, Pushing Tin. Did you ever see that movie? I didn't. Okay. It's a bad movie. It's about John Cusack and Billy Bob Thornton are like dueling air traffic controllers. Dueling air traffic controllers? Why yes. would, Dueling about what? Who lands more planes? No, no. John Cusack is the cool air traffic controller. And then Billy Bob Thornton comes in and now <laughs> he's the cool job. one. And he doesn't like that he's the cool one. What, what, is, what does a cool air traffic controller do? What doth make him cool? He just had to be... Pretty much Billy Bob Thornton is all he was doing. Wow. Yeah, and then Angelina Jolie plays Billy Bob Thornton's wife that John Cusack has a crush on for the entire movie. Does Do they get together? Does he just, does she stay with her husband? I don't want to spoil, well, they don't get together, but I don't want to spoil oh. things, but there might be shenanigans. And then in real life, do you remember when Angelina Jolie used to wear a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck? That's true, she did. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I just It just popped into my head again. Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller in Hackers. Yeah, wow, that's true. So that true. was her first husband. Man, yep. man, look at this. I mean, they follow on set. And actually, why don't we go back to Brad Pitt and like one of my favorites, but um, Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow fell in love while they were filming the movie Seven. That's true. And then everybody's favorite Gwyneth Paltrow scene at the end of that movie. What's in the box? <laughs> Still puts a smile on my face thinking about it to this yeah. day. They, they got engaged um, after that, but... They, they really? were as doomed as her character well, in Seven. <laughs> anybody with uh, anybody has anything to do with Gwyneth Paltrow is doomed, unfortunately. I don't know. Why? I really liked Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt, especially because everybody Brad Pitt dates, he tends to look like. And there was a period of time where him and Gwyneth Paltrow had the same haircut. And I, I just enjoyed that really much. But their engagement Probably. only lasted uh, six months. But... Can we talk about how when this whole Harvey Weinstein thing broke, I feel like Brad Pitt came off looking like a really good dude because um, Gwyneth Paltrow was one of the people that Harvey Weinstein had like brought into his, his hotel room and had tried to hit on and said all this stuff. And she was like, what? Like, no. And then she ended up telling Brad Pitt who she was dating. And I guess he like he accosted Harvey Weinstein, kind of like grabbed him by the scruff around the collar there and was like, you will never, ever talk to her that way like again. Oh. And that was the end of that. Well, see, so. look at Brad Pitt coming off. Yeah, like stand, stand-up guy, guy in that moment. Yeah. yeah. Not not too bad. But, um. You know, there's a rumor going around uh, that for that, um, the one that Jay-Z had the affair with, that, uh. Becky Beyonce. with the good hair, yeah. Yeah, that's apparently Gwyneth Paltrow. 
It is not. That, Her and Beyonce are like best friends. That's a rumor that I heard that's out there. It's banging around in the oh, outer Oh, stop areas. it. People just hate Gwyneth Paltrow because of her stupid goop website, which is... That doesn't scary. help. <laughs> it <laughs> doesn't help. It's the worst website ever. Oh She'll be God. like, you need this throw for your couch. It's only $7,400. Yes. You're like, what? As long as you have a nanny. <laughs> and she, uh, she pr- I'm sure she has like four. I believe they're au pairs. By the, by the way, Get those fancy. are spot on Gwyneth Paltrow impressions by both <laughs> of us. Thank right you. I have to say, I, I, do, I do not hate Gwyneth Paltrow. I really don't. Sliding Doors was one of like my favorite movies. Um, I think she has talent. I think she just, she kind of lost it. Like her brain. Lost got, her talent? Lost her brain a little. I mean, when's the last time she was even in a movie? Um, Avengers Infinity War. Oh, see, I don't, I don't watch those. <laughs> yeah, so big, I don't only know. the biggest movie of the year, Michelle. <laughs> I, I would, I would not know. I don't know about that. Oh my god. Oh. Can we go into? Uh, can I go into another favorite couple? So. Yeah, I need to get happy again. I'm thinking about Gwyneth Paltrow. It's depressing. Enough. Okay, well, this will make you happy because this, I would say, um, if I was more drawn towards women. Alicia Vikander would be my woman. She is so beautiful. I can't get enough of her face. But her, and then maybe like my my second or third crush, I have a lot of crushes, is Michael Fassbender. And they are dating, and they fell in love filming the movie The Light Between Oceans. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, The book was was pretty good. Oh, it's Um, a book? It is, but it's like a really slow-burning book, which can work in books, but slow-burning movies sometimes well, much you more let, difficult. you got to let the paper dry. I, just don't. I don't <laughs> like it. Why do you do it to me? I don't <laughs> like it. It's not appreciated. Um, but, yeah, so that's another one, and they're they're holding on pretty strong. They're yeah. super, super private, which I feel like a lot of the couples that we talk about, um, the ones that end up being more private, seem to last way longer than the ones that are constantly um, filmed out together. Yeah, and it also helps when uh, they're both kind of equally famous, I believe, because if it's one that's a little bit more famous than the other, I feel like that causes problems Oh, I'm sure if you get cast way more, I mean, that would really hurt. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, why does everybody love you? It doesn't (laughs) like me. I actually just watched uh, Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander last night. The movie, very so-so. I fell asleep during it. Yeah, so did I. I woke up, I was like, Gah. Every time I woke up, I was like, oh, there's still people fighting. I had it's a whole, just endless fighting. I had one of the scariest moments of my life. I woke up to Walton Goggins just staring at the <laughs> camera. I was like, good. ah. Nobody wants that. Jeez, man. But I would I would definitely uh, like to see another movie with uh, the two of them. They're both Either super one, they're, talented. They're, both they're really awesome. hot right now. So I would, Yeah, they're both awesome. Like Michael Fassbender, you know, got all the X-Men movies and all that with him and I like his indie stuff even better. He's just good yeah, all around. Yeah, he's just good all around. She's, you know, Oscar winner, ex machina. Arguably the better actor of the two, but that's, you know. Well, that's arguable. That, that's neither here they nor do, there. They do different roles. I mean, him in 12 Years a Slave, that well, was that's a really true. powerful performance. Yeah, it's horrifying. Horrifying, yes. But. Super horrifying. All right, who else do we have for us? I'm so excited. All right, let's go big name here. We're going to go back in the day, another power couple, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, who did no less than three movies together. That was a huge power couple. So his second wife, her first his, her first husband, you know, way back in the day. So they uh, met on the set of uh, Days of Thunder. Yeah. Best movie about NASCAR ever made. Okay, only one. taking your word for it. Here oh, it's is, not the, it can't be the only one. No, it's not the only one. Oh, okay. Here's the secret about NASCAR, everybody. You turn left four times, and you go really, really fast. There's it's basically this and Talladega Nights is about as good as it gets for NASCAR okay. movies. But the, this is actually a fun movie because it's directed by Tony Scott. 
Okay. Tom Cruise at one of the many heights of his Tom Cruise-ness. Except literal height because she's so much taller than it him in that movie. It is so noticeable. <laughs> I don't think there's a scene in this movie where he's not like um, sitting on a table or laying down or standing on like a five-foot box when she's next to her. It's also funny because she still has her Australian accent in that movie as well. Oh, okay. So it's fun to watch that. Um, but, but didn't they have it in? The, didn't she have it in the next one? Because then their next movie that they did, I feel, was the big one, that Far and Away. Yep, she all. I th- yeah, I and think they were did. already married by the time that they made that movie. Wait, that was that one was funny because th- they were supposed to be Irish, and then I think Tom Cruise did an accent in that movie. I don't even remember. Every time Tom Cruise tries <laughs> to do an accent, which he doesn't do anymore, it's just golden. Yeah. Um, another good movie, a little romantic, romantic movie. So it fits. And then the they theme. made the monstrosity that I hate. Eyes Wide Shut, the first movie that I saw when I turned 18. Oh, why? Why is that such a moment? You're just like, I can't wait to go see Tom Cruise wear a wear a mask movie. Why? It was the moment I waited for my entire life, and probably because it was the most R-rated of all the R-rated movies that came sure. out that week. So I was like, I'm going to go make this count. <laughs> like, not, what not has, the, what has the most terribleness in it? What, of Eyes Wide? I like Eyes Wide Shut, actually. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Why? You know, we talked about this. Didn't you try to say it was a Christmas movie once? Didn't we already have this yeah, fight? Yeah, I was yeah. trolling you a little bit with the Christmas yeah, movie because it is set at Christmas. So yeah. if you want to get in that argument. Cool. But they didn't make it forever. I mean, they, they were married quite a while. They adopted a few children. But I think by like 2001, they were done. Yeah. And they moved on. Now Nicole Kidman seems like super happy. Like she's one of those gross people. Those Her and her husband are always like petting She's each still other married to Carl Urban. It's Keith Urban. Carl Urban. Oh. <laughs> I like Carl Urban better. That's a better. That's a better company. That's when he was a construction worker. Now he's Keith Urban. He's a fancy country singer with his super highlighted frosted tipped hair. <laughs> he was like one of the first of the new country singers. I feel like I don't he was know. One of the first ones. I'll be honest. That kind of music. That is. That's my death march. Yeah. I hate that music Just more than anything. Pop music that masquerades as country. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever that sound is, Shelly no like. It pretty work. pretty gross. But, you know, Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman, heck of a power couple back in the day. Both still awesome. And then he got weird and, like, kidnapped Katie Holmes or whatever yeah. people say he did. He did do that. But then he came <laughs> back and made Tropic Thunder and everything was okay. Is which, it? Yeah, and we, now we love him. Now we, Mission Impossible forever. We'll talk about that. Wait a minute. Wasn't he point. doing a Harvey Weinstein in Mission Impossible or in the uh, Tropic oh, Thunder? Oh, yeah. He might have been. So that might have been who he was impersonating. And, see, and this whole episode is just Going back on each itself like a snake eating its own tailor. It's all connected. I'm sure people. it's just confusing to anyone listening, and they're like, what's happening? Um, but let's talk about, since you mentioned power couples, we're doing the ultimate power couple. You Uh-oh. might even say this couple is made of gold. Come on, Ooh. where am I going? Come on. Uh, Come uh, on. I don't know. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. What? Are, oh. those, look I my thought I was up. trying to make a joke about King Midas touching him. That's oh, going. no. It was just the word gold. <laughs> I feel like it was a dumb joke you would have made, so you would have related to it. But anyway, so I'd say most successful Hollywood love story. These two have been together over 30 years. Yeah. They, they met have. on the set of Swing Shift in 1983. And then All of Our Lives Improved in 1987 when they made Overboard. I love Overboard. So oh, who doesn't love Overboard? I, I cannot believe they remade it. Bad Shame on bad. them. You watched it? Yeah, of course. Oh, what do you I mean, like, of course? I it's like terrib- Anna Ferris. Yeah, you know. but you knew that was going to be a terrible movie. Yeah, but I thought the first one was originally going to be a terrible movie, considering it's about a guy who kidnaps a woman after she hits her head and gets Okay, amnesia. yes, yes, yes. If you really dissect it, 
It's totally messed up. Don't do that at all. I'm just pointing out (laughs) the exact plot. It is a fun comedy. I know. It's the 80s, people. And a lot of the times we're going to describe movies from the 80s on the show. And you just, you ignore the plot. You have to remember, you have to remember it's the 80s. But I think a lot of people love Overboard. um, And I think it's really fascinating that they are the most successful couple and have never been married. I'm not sure what that says means you don't have but, to get married to be happy is what well, it says, really. Well, yes, I think we know that. But maybe, you know, some of these other couples, the pressure of marriage, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why am I flaking on their daughter's name? Because they have the two. Well, they have Kate Hudson's from her K- other husband. That's Hud- from her other husband. No, I know. But, like, she looks at Kurt Russell as her dad, basically. Yeah. And then I don't know how Oliver Hudson fits in Noah's, but I think he's delightful as well in all his little sitcom. Yeah, appearances. I don't really know. I can't think much. About um, but yeah, they have a very successful child, you know, as step parents, which also show that that can work. It doesn't yeah. have to be a death knell. So. So we love them, too. All right. We only have we're, it's already run out of time. I have like a thousand more couples. So who else do you have? Uh, OK, I'm going to go with a TV show for this one. Megan Mullally and Nick. Offerman. Oh, I didn't even think of them. Yeah. They're the best. They are. So they're both on Parks and Rec. Um, she's one of the best reoccurring characters on that show. Yes. And everybody knows all about Ron Swanson. We don't yes. need to even dive into that. Um, I did not know when I was watching that show that they were married. So while I was like Wikipedia Parks and Rec and pointed out that those two are and a couple. And you were just so happy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And that adds so extra levels to what you're watching that show when he, she's his crazy ex-wife just popping up doing madness every time she's on Do there. you know how long they've been together? No. How hmm. long have they been together? No, I mean, I, I don't. Because I was, well, yeah, I was like watching. So think you knew. Yeah, maybe. I, so I like to think they met when she was doing Will and Grace back in the day and then all that kind of stuff. <sighs> But they're just so I don't remember. such a great. Both of them are just awesome. Like yeah. both hilarious. I follow her do. on Instagram now just so that I can see pictures of the two of them, and oh, it makes really? me really happy. Yeah. Are they all making wood and stuff? Like making stuff out of wood? Definitely. I want to see his new show with Amy Poehler, where they have like a crafting show. Yeah, I saw something TV. about that. I yeah, kinda, I haven't seen it at all. I thought it was a scripted one, but it's a reality show, which yeah. is fine. Just a different animal. That's no, all. they're a really great couple. I don't yeah. know why I didn't think of them. I didn't think of TV people. Oh, man. That's why this I'm is like here a whole for new, It's a whole new world. I'm here to back you up. Um, all right. Who else? I'm trying to think if I should do someone that I love so much. Okay. I think another one of the best couples that's out there now that I hope ends up making it is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. Oh, yeah. I like the both of them. Well, they're A, super beautiful. I like when pretty people just stand next to each other. It doesn't so, get much prettier than those two. <laughs> no, it's a it's a nice visual. But they met um, and they clicked on the set of Green Lantern. Yikes! Ooh, yeah. But he was married to Scarlett Johansson at the time. Um, so they were ended they up, married really? Oh yeah. Oh wow! I totally uh, forgot about. Yeah, that. they were married for just a little bit. But him and Lively were just friends. Um, and then they started dating and they got married in 2012. But what's funny about that too is their story is that um, Ryan Reynolds was kind of like dating someone and then he had uh, Blake Lively come out to go on a date with like another guy, like kind of a blind date for her. Mm-hmm. So the four of them went to dinner and like both of their dates were, were just duds. And then they kind of joked about that so much. And then they were like, huh, I really enjoy like our friendship. And that was it. And then they started dating 
And they seem amazing, and they have two super cute kids. Yeah. She's actually got herself a real acting career because she learned how to act after that horrible Green Lantern movie. I was kind of, ooh, that movie was so bad. I mean, he was bad, too. No, he was terrible, too. But He had done funny stuff before that, though. Right. He was already kind of established at that time. Yeah, they're kind of She was just sort of starting. But she's, yeah, she's got The Shallows that came out. She's got a couple other movies that are coming out, so. Yeah. Awesome And they're really good friends with John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Like, can you imagine the four of them hanging out? Life's not fair. No, it's like, Life how come is we not can't, fair. Why can't we be friends with you guys? Like, why not? We're awesome. Maybe we, we like live, stuff. We live kind of far away. And because I would be creepy and make everything awkward with the way that I would act around John Krasinski. <laughs> Nobody wants me there. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be <laughs> no, on your side, Michelle. I'll like, poke you to, like, be cool. Uh, I'm not be invited. Cool. All right. I got a couple really good couples. So who else we got? Let's get some good ones, some go, quality ones. Go ahead. You can go ahead if you got a bunch. Why? Because I trust you. I was just going to bring up uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, of course. Ew. Yeah, I mean, they were, that was hilarious. That was like one of the first, like, that was big Benifer. That was, the, yeah, Benifer, I think, was the first, like, celebrity couple name. Yeah. And then but they didn't, they didn't make it. And then he met Jennifer Gardner during and Daredevil. They and they didn't, they didn't make it. Although, I did just read that their divorce papers, like, they're not fil- filing them properly on time. And that if they don't do it really soon, that's going to fall apart. So maybe they're planning on staying together. Maybe. But then she's going to take a look at that horrible Phoenix tattoo that he has. <laughs> stapled on his back and be like, oh, no, change my mind. Um, so the other ones I want to do, I want to do two beautiful, a uh, beautiful couple, and then just like another super solid, awesome Hollywood couple. But um, first one, so Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Love both of those. Holy two. cow! More also Javier beautiful. Bardem fan. Well, yeah, he's great. Penelope Cruz, that is Andrew's main crush. That's, really? Yep, that's his girl. Wow. Yeah, I get it. I'm I'm not against it. But so they've been married since 2010, but they have been acting um, on and off, like opposite each other for 26 years. Yeah, I've seen them in a bunch of movies. Yes, they've known each other forever. But it's like uh, Fassbender and Marion Colatari. They're just always in movies together. They do so many. Yeah. But it's but I think it was Vicky Cristina Barcelona in 2008 where they really like they started dating and now they're they have another movie coming up together that loving Pablo did you see that no oh yeah it looks good he plays Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar and she plays his lover Ooh, I I actually know that story completely because I have seen so many shows and documentaries about Pablo Escobar oh in Virginia Vallejo oh, oh cool yeah I might know all about that dude interesting fact Penelope Cruz and Tom Cruise did a movie together when they were dating yes with Vanilla Sky yes I also did not like that movie Ooh, that's my like one of my least favorite Tom Cruise yeah. movies and that's I'm a man who enjoys Tom Cruise so yeah. if it's a bad movie with him it's not good no not wow good they really are all connected we can like just take each person and then go back to another movie where they dated someone else yeah it's but I mean if you're sitting pre- around for months at a time and you keep pre- having to like get into character and pretend that you love someone I think that really does change your mind and yeah. convince you that you do so I'm really not surprised that no people I'm not I mean I get it it's just a little, a little jarring when you actually like write them all down. You're like, wow, this is a pretty yeah, good Yes, this is a crazy sort of tree. Okay, who else? Um, all right, how about we'll go back a little depressing. Uh, Heath Ledger and Michelle Williams when they were when he was alive back yeah. in the day and they met on Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, they were um, cute, but that's sad. Bru- uh, how about Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor on Zoolander and a um, bunch of his other ones? Yeah, they've been in so much. I know they met on like a failed pilot and like, Mystery that Men they too. were filming Dodgeball. together. Did yeah? that, is that how they met on the failed yeah, yeah, pilot? Yeah, he was directing a pilot for TV that she was starring on and it never got picked up, but that is, yeah, that's well, how they met. ended up working out. Yeah, they're a good little comedy thing. I'm a Ben Stiller guy. A lot I of people do don't like, like him, but... Um, I really don't, but I like him more when he's like around her. 
Yeah. <laughs> like for some, I respect it more. I always find that the, what you need to look for is if um, Ben Stiller has a mustache, then you're in for some pure hilarity. Because anytime oh. he's wearing fake facial hair, you he's, know it's just great. He's he's on. Cable guy. He's on point. Dodgeball. Mm. Peak Stiller for all okay. three of them. Oh, I'm making a note of that. Uh, how about weirdest couples? Um, Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons. Ooh. Yes, so they met in uh, just in 2015. Yeah, in Fargo season two. Oh geez. Yeah. So they started. So they met in 2015. They started dating in 2016. He proposed in 2017, and now they're married. And I think she just had a baby. Ugh, gross. Why are you ewing? What's think about Jesse Plemons? Just uh, yeah, but he, maybe he's he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's got to be a real nice. I'm guy. sure she stated like 1,000 pretty boys, and then realized he's an awesome guy. Actually, I'm thinking of both of them. I'm like, oh, those teeth though. Oh, those Kirsten Dunst milk teeth. I What's a milk tooth? Kirsten Dunst's little small teeth where it's like 1% teeth and 30% gum. This is not a podcast of hate. Just well, everybody ignore him. All right. You know what? I'm going to go into another one that aggravates <laughs> me. Because Kristen Good. Bell now and, that you're rage filled. Kristen oh. Bell and Dax Shepard. Another one that just is infuriating on every single level. Why? I have not seen <laughs> a more... A bigger disparity in talent than <gasps> yeah, I see when so I look true. at Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. He is famous for being a failure in everything that he does. And she is Kristen Bell. She's awesome. She's got a number one show. and She's Elsa from Frozen. Yeah, she's really lovely. Yeah, she's got commercial things and he's basically only has jobs because she's so famous. that they're I don't like, know, okay, they, you but they seem it. super happy together. Do they though? Because wasn't he, I thought I read something where he was in like for AA and alcohol and they were having marriage troubles and I'm like, I mean, dicks. I think she's supporting him. Like he does have struggles, but he's doing of like course the best she's that he can. Because she is lovely and he is a dumpster fire of a human being. Wow. I, I, I'm I, not a Dak Shepard guy. I, not at all. I, you know, I spotted that. I spotted that right after dumpster if you, fire. If you so. were to take a toad and turn it into a human being, first you would get Wallace Shawn. Okay. Second you would we're get Dak Shepard. We gotta we gotta move on. <laughs> we are out of time, um, but we're gonna end on a positive note since Jacob just made it real dark. But I think another all time favorite, Annette Benning and Warren Beatty. Oh, a classic one. I mean so long. So they met in nineteen ninety, right before they started filming um Bugsy. Oh, no. There's an old movie for you to think about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they were married in 1992. And then another big one was that movie Love Affair they were in together, which is 1994. But they have been together so, so long. Yeah. Robert and he Redford, was um, he was also such a catch because he was like famous, famous Hollywood bachelor. Yeah, like he Mr. is. Mr. Mr. Player Pants. That was definitely there. kind of his thing back in the day, like hairspray yeah. and such. Like I was just like, everybody loved Warren Beatty. He was one of the top. Top actors. Yeah, I don't really get it. I don't really think he's, he's such a babe. But him, Robert for the Redford. Time. I don't get either one of them. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, Robert Redford. No, he was so beautiful when he was young. Really? He looked just like Brad Pitt. Just no, picture. B- yes, he totally did. I know. Oh, we're, I saw this thing. And no, oh, we're gonna not. we're gonna go through that. Paul, but Paul, we'll talk about the Newman Redford cast because I don't get Newman. Redford, all right. I don't get. So we have a bunch more couples that maybe we'll talk about in another episode. But thanks so much for listening. And then there's a couple of facts I think that you need to know since we're talking about love. Fill um, my brain up with some information. Do you know that speed dating was invented by a rabbi from Los Angeles in 1999? Okay. It's based on the Jewish tradition of chaperoned gathering of young Jewish singles. Oh. So they just kind of took that and made it into a whole new thing. Oh, I, I've never done speed awesome. dating, but it kind of yeah. looks uh, it looks super awesome. Yeah, I look great in a 40-year-old virgin, so I'm sure it'll work perfectly. All right, and then I'll ask you a question. The What do you think the most common time for breakups is? Like, how long into a relationship? Hmm. 
great question. I'm going to say eight months. Three to five months. Ah. Yeah. Yep. That, make, <laughs> don't make that, it that tracks. <laughs> don't make it too far. And then, so last one, and this one, this one's my favorite, uh-huh. is that four out of ten workplace dating relationships result in marriage. Io, I fell into that. You're, yeah, you're a statistic. That's now. my stat. You're in the forty percent. Feels good to be a stat. All right, say some. Tell people to follow us. So everybody, you can check us out every Monday. You can see us on CS or hear us. Which one of the two? You can hear us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Just look for All Booked Up, and everything that we talk about here is going to be available at your local library. So go ahead and go on, check it out. Okay. Literally check it out. Love is alive. Get yourself to Hollywood. Get on a movie. Find your next true love. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.